Hey guys, this is Panther Nation. I'm Connor Hibbett interviewing Coach Stuckey. It's been a while since we've had an interview, and why not do it with one of the best coaches in the whole entire school? Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Connor? I'm doing terrific. You know, it's the second semester, so my homework and my workload's kind of caught up with me now. But what about you? How's your sec- second semester going? Second semester's good. I'm excited. This is We start district now, so everything counts a little more. Right. So when you look at district and uh, when you compare it with the first semester of golf and the, the spring session, how does that change and how what's the new mentality, if anything's changed? Well, the mentality is it's kind of like in football or baseball or any other sport where it's kind of preseason or pre-district. That was our pre-district in the fall, uh, getting us ready for, for what we're about to do now. Now we ramp it up a little bit. We play in a little more competitive tournaments to get ourselves ready for district because it's right around the corner. April 1st is the very first district tournament, so it's literally a month a month away. And uh, not just district, but also with tournaments, keeping your workload up. You had a tournament this past weekend. Right. How did that go? Went well. We took the boys and the girls down to Glen Rose at Squaw. The girls won first, which is which is big for them because every other team has five girls, and they get to throw a score out. We have four girls and have to keep all our scores. So Fair. we won without throwing a score out. So that's that's big. The boys got third. They, uh, they had a, the weather was rough round one. We played okay. The wind kicked up the second day. You know, everybody plays in it, but they fought hard through, and they got third, which was decent for them. Uh, we probably expected a little bit better, but, you know, as long as we're winning district, we'll be happy. That's incredible for, for, you got, for the girls to win first place when the other teams are throwing out their worst score and right. you guys are still winning. That's yeah, impressive. That's a nice little jab we can put in there. Um, yeah, I was asking my friends, uh, like, uh, I, I'm in Pantherette, the news class, mm-hmm. and you write news and all that stuff. And uh, I sit with Blake Holes. I yes. sit right next to him. And he and the few other golfers, uh, I don't remember which ones were absent that day, but I have Luke Nettle, Lance Pelt, and Keaton Christian in that class. Mm-hmm. And Keaton Galvin comes in occasionally and just says hi and pops his head in. Um, but they're all golfers. Right. And you have a large senior class for golf this large year. Large senior class this year. So when you look at that and you look at next year with the incoming JV class, mm-hmm. right. how is that changing things? How is that going to impact the team? Well, what that's done is the JV just played a tournament this Monday at Diamond Oaks in a pretty competitive group. We're trying to get them playing with a little better competition because we know we got to get these guys ready. We're about to lose a lot of seniors this year, and um, we need these – this now junior class, sophomore class, to step up for next year. So we're trying to get them in a little more competitive stuff so they can see what they're going to see next year. Right. And what what is the big difference between JV and varsity, you think? The main thing between JV and varsity is the tees, the tee markers where they play from. The varsity, more than 99% of the time, is playing from the, the back tees, the, the pro tees, if you will. The JV is usually bumped up to the white tees. So it's a shorter course, easier course in a sense. So bumping you back, even though it doesn't sound like a whole lot, it makes the course a lot difficult. And what is it that makes the course a lot more difficult when you just back up? Just the yardage. uh, uh, You know, hitting drives is the same on everything, but hitting that second shot, it's a lot easier to hit a 9-iron or a wedge into a green instead of a 5 or 6-iron. Yeah. And and typically that's what the JV's doing. You know, they're, they're closer, so their drives go farther, or closer to the hole, not necessarily farther. And they're hitting more nine irons, wedges into greens, is where the varsity guys are hitting more seven, six, five irons into greens, which are which are harder shots to hit. And you know what you know what I love about golf? When you look at basketball, right, you shoot from certain angles, right? You shoot with the same form. Right. And you, you, you know, obviously you have to use your strength, you have to use certain athletic ability. But with golf, it takes certain skill for every single um, club and iron you use, whatever it may be. Exactly. 
you can't do the same thing every single time. Right. And that's what's so difficult about golf, and people don't realize. Some people think, oh, it's an old man sport, it's a rich man sport, it's easy to play. Right. It's not easy to play. No, it's not easy at all, because you're always going to have a different lie. Uh, the ball's either going to be in the fairway, it's going to be buried, it's going to be in the sand, it's going to be wet. You always have to factor in the wind and the weather. Uh, you know, people that go out and hit on the range and hit it really good, it's real easy because you're giving yourself a perfect lie, it's flat, mm -hmm. and you're getting the same thing every time. On That's what I do course, to make myself feel yeah, good. On a golf course, you know, you may hit your drive into a divot, and now you have to hit it out of a divot. That's not easy to do. So right. golf is difficult. A lot of people watch it on TV, and those guys, the Mickelsons of the world, the Tigers, they make it look so easy, and it's not. Pivot out of the divot. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, you can. They need to change that rule where you can drop it out of the divot, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Well, when you look at district this year, mm -hmm. who is your toughest competition? Typically, now that Mansfield's out of our district, Mansfield was our toughest competition. Fortunately, we got we got the best of them last year. Uh, they're not in our district anymore. So now we're back in the Arlington district, and it's pretty much Martin is our toughest competition, as usual. Martin seems to be good in every single sport. Yes. And Pascal seems to be getting more competitive in every single sport, I would say. Right. Yes, I, I, think I, competitive, I think Pascal sports have gotten better as the years have gone on since I've been here. Mm -hmm. um, and, I know, and I know we were actually a powerhouse uh, in basketball way back then, right. way back when. And we are uh, slowly but surely getting more competitive in every sport. Uh, but uh, what do you like about golf heading into the second semester compared to the first semester? Like what, what, what so you've said you've built the, uh, that class. Right. Oh, like when we talked about it last semester, mm -hmm. you said you've kind of built them. Right. And you think that they're able to compete for district this year. Sure. But what, what is it about this class specifically that you think they maybe have something special in them? Uh, this senior class you're talking about? Yes. The varsity class? I think that they this group has been, luckily, they've been together pretty much. They've been grouped together the whole four years. Um, so they, they've known each other. They're all friends. They're all buddies, and they all fight for each other. Um, I think the fall didn't go as, as great as we wanted it to. It was okay. Uh, it seems like now that they've seen that now they're seniors, and most of them this is going to be their last competitive golf mm -hmm. uh they kind of want to go out with a bang and you kind of get that vibe out of these this senior class that they they want to go out district champs and they want to make a little noise at regionals that's yeah, good for them you know and people will like i said earlier when people look at golf they think it's an easy sport but uh i remember when news came out it was like a month ago and then we had the seven different athletes get scholarships mm -hmm. and there weren't any for golf people are going to be like oh but okay so they're just average but that's not true no. just because they don't have scholarships doesn't mean they're not good right. and like you said because they've been playing together as a class that will help for them to build momentum and have that confidence, and they'll play well as a team, and that's what's what it's really all about. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing where the senior class will take us. Um, but like you said, for next year, you're building up the JV class, right. and you're hoping to not rebuild but reload. Reload is a better word, yeah. I'd say reload. Right. So, uh, well, Coach, is there anything else that you would like to say? Uh, just if anybody's interested and they want to come watch, uh, we're doing a little different district this year. Typically, we play at one course. Uh, this year, we were going to play at Southern Oaks, and Southern Oaks closed, and we had a little bit of problems. So now we're actually going to be at two different courses this year, which we've never done. This will be interesting. Uh, the boys will play uh, – I'm sorry, the girls will play Monday the 1st, April 1st, at Pecan Valley, and then they won't play their second round until Thursday, which is kind of – usually you play back-to-back -back days. They'll play Monday, Thursday. The boys will play Tuesday – Wednesday, and they'll play at Pecan Valley and Lake Arlington. So that's that's kind of a big change this year, but I think we'll be okay. Well, I, I definitely think you'll be more than okay. I think both the uh, boys and girls varsity will do very well this year. I hope you guys win district. Oh, I do too. Uh, and I can't wait to interview later this year and see what you have to say and see what happens at the end, Absolutely. obviously. You bet. Well, Coach, thanks for being on the show again. No problem. Thank you.
Yep, no problem. Uh, I'm Connor Hibbett. I will see you actually later this week. I'll have Gage on the show. We'll talk some college basketball. Coach, have you been watching college basketball? I actually have been watching. How about that Duke game last night? Yeah, well, I'm a Duke fan, so I didn't like that game. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, for me, uh, we'll we'll extend this interview a little bit more and add a little bit of college basketball. And how do you like that, guys? I will change it up more for y'all this time. Uh, Look, when I look at college basketball this year, um, I don't see any ultimate team right now. Right. In years past, I can say that in 2020 last year and 2018 at this time, I could say Villanova was by far the best. Mm-hmm. In 2017, I could have said North Carolina was right. starting to turn into the extra gear. And years previous to that, I think you could throw in a few different teams. But this year, it just seems to be kind of wide open. And I know Zion, Will- Zion Williamson's injury has uh, not helped Duke out at all. Right. With him, they were looking like they were the best team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now North Carolina is flipping into the next gear. Um, Villanova's had four losses in a row. Right. So I don't know really who's the best right now. And Kentucky's always there. You know, yeah, Kentucky. Always, Kentucky's always Kentucky. And Kansas, you never know what you're going to get out of Kansas. It's Kansas is, uh, you know, what's amazing is Texas Tech has to lose one game. K-State has to lose two. Kansas has to win out. And you know what's going to happen is Kansas is going to win the Big 12. Sure, game. right. And what's to be expected, right, with Kansas. <laughs> exactly. But just because they win the Big 12 doesn't mean they're necessarily going to do well in the tournament. They've been a – actually, when you look at the Blue Bloods, Kansas is considered a Blue Blood, mm-hmm. yet they've never won a national championship. Right. Yeah. So It's very odd. Go, go figure, <laughs> right. Well, anyways, I'm Connor Hibbett. That was uh, the interview with Coach Stuckey. We did change it up there towards the end. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I'll speak with Gage tomorrow. We'll continue the co- college basketball conversation. Uh, Pascal, I hope you have a great rest of your week and a great weekend.